0: hello shippers who's that girl who's that girl
1: this time it's cece (laughs) today we are talking about cece and schmidt from the beloved new girl series do we ship it listen to find out
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to We Ship It Podcast, the second New Girl episode.
1: Yeah, boy. Can you believe I,
0: it's been three seasons? We haven't talked I about it I
1: can't believe it. I think New, New Girl, Girl was one of our first episodes. It was
0: like maybe. our third episode. So it's been a while. It's, <laughs> it's been, been a, hot a second. real <laughs> long
1: time, everybody. And I have been wanting to do a CC and Schmidt episode. Since basically we did the first one. And mm-hmm. now I'm really excited because.
0: Yes, yes, yes. They're
1: another one of my favorites. Don't Ooh. tell Devin immediately. But anyway, obviously we shipped Jess and Nick, or I did. I actually don't remember if Devin
0: did. I think I did. I, I think love that them. we did.
1: I think that we did. Um, but today we're talking about another major couple CC instrument. This was a major will they won't they for a good Mm -hmm. portion of the series no one was really sure where it was going um there are lots of people who love them and lots who love to hate them so throughout this episode we're going to be talking about what we think and what some other people think about cc and schmidt
0: we'll get to that but first let's check in steph what's new what are you thankful for this week
1: You guys, okay, I actually have an answer for this. This time, instead of having to rack my brains, I am thankful for Bob Dylan. And you know (laughs) why I'm thankful for Bob Dylan? I mean, for multiple reasons. But I'm going to see him this weekend with my husband. And I'm so excited. We're going to North Carolina. It's going to be a big old road trip. It's going to be busy as hell. But I get to see my muse in concert. He's going to be so old, and he's going to be so bad. His voice is so (laughs) bad, I'm not going to lie. Tom and I have talked about this. He's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. But his voice, my man, his voice. But either way, I'm so stoked, and we're going to have a great time. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to go see Bob Dylan. Devin, what about you?
0: Um... I'm just thankful for good friends and good family. <laughs> it was <laughs> Devin's so, birthday. I know that's so general, but that's true because I don't know. Everyone made me feel good and I appreciate that. So everyone send Devin some love
1: because yeah. when we're recording this, his birthday was yesterday or two yes. days ago. Is today Monday?
0: Today's Monday.
1: So it was yesterday.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Everyone sent him so, love.
0: Yeah, it'll be late love for all of you, but I still appreciate your love, everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But either way, we're Mm -hmm. both very thankful this week, even though it's busy as heck, as usual. Yes. And I just wanted to throw out a little word of encouragement to all of you who are busy as hell. Because right now, I feel like everyone in the world is busy. Because we're all living in this world that, like, was COVID. So we were, like, stacking up our schedules with all this crazy stuff because we were at home. Mm-hmm. And now we're like trying to do it still, and everyone's going crazy. And I'm just like, take that moment to relax if you need to take it. And Breathe in. Yes, breathe, breathe in, out. breathe out. We love you. Relax, enjoy your, your time. And if you're doing something that you don't love, don't do it. But
0: push through. Or push through.
1: If you know that you do love it, it's just a tough time, just try to discern that. But I want to send love to all of you. Either way.
0: Yeah, this next month for myself is going to be crazy. So um, it's necessary. Like, even though today is a long day, I'm still very appreciative that I get to spend my night with Steph. So.
1: Oh, so sweet. I love you guys. Okay, well, let's go on to the actual episode. because yeah, yeah, yeah. This could just be a love fest, but, in <laughs> fact, maybe we'll do a love fest episode. That would actually be kind of a neat idea, like our lit talks. A love mm-hmm. fest, just, like, having on people that we could like thank them for their work or highlight their work or something like other bookstagrammers I think
0: that'd be fun interesting
1: putting a pin in that and now let's talk Cece and Schmidt so obviously our first thing is a spoiler alert because if you haven't watched New Girl we're going into the details we're going to talk about how the whole thing ends so just get over it but or don't listen if you don't want to (laughs) hear um but Okay, before we can properly discuss CC and Schmidt, though, I wanted to do a brief summary. And a hint of warning to everyone is that I haven't actually written one. So I'm going to go based completely off it's of my off memory. off the cuff. This is completely off the cuff. Uh, here we go. And
0: we don't have a guest on this one, so there's nobody to fact checkers. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no fact
1: checkers. So if I'm incorrect or Devin doesn't correct me, please correct me post-episode. Uh, okay, so let's think about it. In New Girl... So you guys all know the premise of New Girl, right? This girl, Zoe Deschanel, super quirky. She's living in—is it Portland that they live in? I think it's Honestly, Seattle. I, yes. I don't know exactly where it is, that but
0: sounds more familiar.
1: But either way, so she moves in with this group of three guys, okay? And it's supposed to be funny because it's like, oh, she's the only girl and she's funny, lot blah, blah blah blah. Um, and she is actually quite funny. I do enjoy Zoe Deschanel in this. Uh, the show. But so one of those guys is this guy named Schmidt. And in the beginning, we see him. He's kind of a douchebag, honestly. He's one of these like, <laughs> I just want to sleep with women douche, all the time. He has the
0: douche jar, right? He
1: does have the douche jar. Whenever he like says something douchey, he has to put a dollar in and it's great. <laughs> um, so funny. So there's all these like little bits and stuff. And of course, Jess's best friend is Cece. She is a model and she's beautiful. And so immediately from the first time that Schmidt meets Cece, He falls in love with her off the bat because she's beautiful Mm -hmm. and basically because he loves her body, all of these types of things. So he acts like a douche in the beginning. She rolls her eyes. I would never be with him. Blah, 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 blah. Eventually, they do kind of start doing this friends with benefits type thing. Um, And they don't want the group to know. So it's very secretive. Which is very funny to try and watch them be secretive in the apartment with the other ones there. Um, <laughs> yes. And then eventually, like, CeCe starts realizing that she has feelings for Schmidt. <gasps> yes. And they kind of go back and forth throughout the series of, like, one of them wants to be with the other and one doesn't. And it goes back and forth. CeCe tries to marry this guy in an arranged marriage. It doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Schmidt is with one of his ex-girlfriends and can't be with CeCe and it just doesn't work out. And then eventually, eventually they get married yes. and they're like the first so ones fun. of the couples in the the loft that get married and it's just so beautiful to watch their growth together and then at the end they're the first ones to have a child a little girl yes. um so it's just like so heartwarming and you guys can tell me if you disagree but it's sort of a will they won't they uh do they belong together type situation and in the end We've we learned that they, in fact, do. Um, so after that very uh, brief summary, let's mm-hmm. discuss Cece and Schmidt. So Am I the first one, I'm the first one. Oh, you flipped ha, it. Ha, yes, I did. But because I didn't want everyone to have to hear my voice again after I just did that terrible <laughs> But So, question. At the start of their relationship, as we mentioned, these two decide to not only keep it a secret, but also to make it merely physical. What are your thoughts here? Is this a stable start? And why do they try to keep up with this charade?
0: Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> Because of how they start their relationship and allow it to play out, uh-huh. they don't really... Have we don't really, as viewers, have high expe- high expectations for them. Yeah. Um, are they cute? Do they have great chemistry? Absolutely. All those yeah. things are true. But because they're only in it for the physical nature of love, they set themselves up with a weak foundation that is bound to collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they try to keep the charade going, only because of the thrill of having the charade. Yeah. Um, there's some excitement in it by keeping it a secret from the rest of the loft mates, It keeps the spark alive in their relationship. I also know that they are just not ready to expose their relationship to the rest of the crew. Um, they fear ridicule, especially Cece, because <laughs> she said, I'm never going to be with this guy.
1: <laughs> yep, she literally um, made it clear.
0: Uh, so... They they fear ridicule in coming out about their relationship and their their own personal feelings. I mean, it's hard to reveal your feelings to somebody else, let alone to a Mm -hmm. group of personal friends that you're with. So,
1: yeah, I think it's interesting because Cece's type is not Schmidt. (laughs) <laughs> like he acts like an idiot and he's like
0: he's kind of he's a
1: goofball. That's the best way to describe him. And her former type is like dumb, model, hot. <laughs> like that's kind of what it is. And uh-huh. so immediately she's turned off by the idea of Schmidt because he's so outgoingly dumb. Silly that she just doesn't take him seriously. She sees him as mm-hmm. this little puny guy. Um, she just doesn't recognize the things that are within Schmidt because he hides them so much in his kind of stupidity. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of funny in the beginning, and I I don't know ultimately. I forget what triggers them, ha- like doing the dirty the first time that gets right. them into this relationship but i think she realizes through it that there's something more to this guy want to explore right is this the most stable start to a relationship i would argue not the most stable start to a relationship truthfully for exactly but truthfully for their personalities i think this was the gateway to understanding each other a little bit more, sure. I don't think if CC went on a first date with Schmidt, I don't it think went this over well. couple would have lasted. If I'm yeah. honest, and I'm not the most like in favor of let's just be friends with benefits and let's then blah have blah, a blah fling. Exactly, because but I do think in this case it ended up leading to the proper events that allowed them to open up to each other a little bit more. We do see that scene yeah. where they're I in bed.
0: Go ahead, ahead. I'm sorry. No,
1: we do see that scene where they're in bed together and Cece starts to open up where she's like, yes, you can hold my hand. And it's just like, (laughs) so cute. And we're like, okay. So these two are able to open up to each other because they broke past that barrier of what they're most comfortable with, which which Mm -hmm. is sex. They were originally just using each other for that, which isn't right, right? But ultimately, that is the barrier that the two of them are only used to to engaging with with their significant other, then after that they start to realize, oh hey, this person is more than just a good body. Uh, this person <laughs> is also a beautiful soul, and that's why I actually kind of like how their relationship develops. If it would have just started as friends with benefits and they never would have gone any any further, I would have been like, okay, just another one to add to their list. Right. Um, right. But. And why do they keep up this charade? I think ultimately, like you said, CeCe is ashamed of Schmidt, unfortunately. Schmidt would gladly have told his friends much earlier, but I think he also doesn't want to push her away because he recognizes that CeCe is a little bit more afraid of commitment than he is. Um, So over time, I think Schmidt would have told his friends much earlier if he didn't want to like, if he didn't think that it would push CeCe away. Um, And Cece, obviously, was just embarrassed of Schmidt. But ultimately, (laughs) they start in this place that they're familiar with, and they end in a place that's much more uncomfortable for them, which is getting into feelings, but it's like a much healthier relationship.
0: Yeah, I do agree with you in the sense, because they are both so different in their beings and uh, what they're used to dating, that I think this kind of start is necessary for them to kind of break down the boundaries and just uh, be more personable. Yep. So I'd be agree more that.
1: personable is right and start to actually like the people that you're with. But you know how <laughs> that's helpful. Go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. These two experienced several breakups in their relationship. So, what are some flaws that cause the falling outs?
1: These two are the classic freaking case of miscommunication. (laughs) And when I say miscommunication, I don't mean like, oh, what do you want out of life? And they don't talk about it. What I mean is they don't know how to express their feelings. They're too Mm -hmm. embarrassed to express their feelings. One, CeCe is too embarrassed of Schmidt. And two, Schmidt is too embarrassed to act like an emotional man, that he totally is. So... For a while, the two of them are hiding big parts of themselves from one another. Schmidt is hiding how emotional he is. And Cece is hiding the fact that she actually has feelings for him. Mm -hmm. So the two of them, I think we see them break up multiple times because they don't know how to properly say, hey, I like you and here's why. Neither of them can figure it out. I mean, we see Cece go and date someone like Robbie. Ultimately. And like Robbie is a great guy. He's amazing. <laughs> He's a great but guy. but his personality is so far it's from Cece's this, personality. Yeah. I think that Cece just goes through all these different types of guys because she's trying to figure herself out and she refuses to acknowledge that right in front of her there is someone who's perfect for her. Um and same with, with Schmidt. I think that he is just very insecure about himself. And so he almost thinks like how could this girl love me? How could how could this beautiful creature possibly love me? So he gets insecure and afraid um, to tell her how he feels because he's afraid of rejection, and that's ultimately very very sad. Um, yeah. But those are some of the flaws that I think cause their falling outs. It's it mainly stems from the inability to communicate their feelings.
0: Yeah, I'd Mom. agree. Um, I think in some way it's also a lack of trust. Um, Yeah. What really breaks those two apart several times is that they doubt themselves and they doubt their own relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Schmidt doubts himself and he thinks initially that CeCe is cheating on him with a model. Yeah. And he kind of breaks some barriers and searches her phone and she feels weird about it, so.
1: I remember that.
0: So it's hard for him to trust her in the field that she's in as a Mm -hmm. model. Um, And in doing so, he doesn't trust their own relationship. Yeah. Um, And later, the idiot, um, (laughs) double dating, um, Is a huge thing with oh him where he's dating gosh, two I people at the same time. Oh, my
1: about that. Oh, my. That was great. So he's just a
0: playa. So Schmidt, learn how to I handle I think there's just yourself. a lot of mistrust involved as well, where they're not able to trust each other and trust themselves and be confident in what they have together. So that's yeah. one of the main issues throughout. Um, I think
1: there's a sense of identity, too, that they're mm-hmm. both seeking. Like, Schmidt, he completely rejects his old self, you know, his unhealthy, larger self. He rejects that. And it's not until he dates his old girlfriend, figures out what he did wrong and moves on that he's able to be with Cece in any sort of confident, compassionate way. And I think Mm -hmm. Cece, you know, we see her grappling with her own culture where she like tries to, you know, have an arranged marriage. She thinks her family, her family will not approve of Schmidt. Um, We see her dealing with that idea of identity and insecurity as well. So, But then the two of them, the two of them finally work through those issues individually most of the time and then come together (laughs) when they've figured it out, which is really interesting to me. For sure. Yeah, okay. Cool. Let's chat it out. The wedding sabotage. Does Schmidt (laughs) go too far? on what little he knows and how does, Schmidt, how does Schmidt help Cece realize what she wants for herself. Also shout out because Taylor Swift is in this episode. How yeah. cool.
0: Um, I think he... Does Schmidt go too far? Yes, I think he
1: oh, does. Oh, hell yeah, he puts a beaver <laughs> in the ducks.
0: I think he goes a little bit too far on one hand i know cc and schmidt have this amazing connection um and just know each other on a much deeper level however to claim that cc does not want to pursue the relationship just because of a look (laughs) he manifests this entire thing out of thin air and but he's I right. He no, so that was what I'm going to get to. So, I think he it's partly because he wants it to be right, but he is right all along. So, I don't know like I don't know. Like
1: Does Schmidt go too far? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I I just feel like he creates it out of his own well-being and also in hopes that it will also match her her own a uh, desire as well. Um and how does CC? Uh, how does Schmidt help CC realize what she wants for herself? Um, he sticks up for her when she won't.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Um, she's, yes. She's, not able to,
0: she's not able to like say what she wants in the moment, so he gives her the opportunity to, to like speak up for herself uh, yep. and say like, okay, this is not what I what i envisioned for myself i want something more i want something more personable. and she does eventually say that and she looks directly at schmidt and says like i want somebody that i don't remember what the exact phrase was dang it she looks at him and they make that like they have that eye contact and she says something to him like to the to the general public but she says it to him and that's what makes it so special Do you remember what it was?
1: I I don't remember what it was, but I remember it's something like who loves me for me, basically. Yeah. Like, is not just marrying me because I'm Indian or whatever, uh, is marrying me because I'm me. But ultimately, Schmidt's gut was right. Okay, he loves this girl. His gut was right. But did he go too far? I mean, hell yes, because, like, he could have just had a conversation with her at any point <laughs> literally just told her how he felt and he would not she would not have even gotten to the altar there right. would have had to be no plot to go through the ducts and get winston involved <laughs> in some ridiculous dramatic and it plot. even
0: it even ruins a little bit of jess and nick's relationship too yep. because she's like you're not working with him are you and he's yep. like no i'm not you are i know you are and then he is
1: and i'm like Schmidt, you had the right instinct, but you acted so weird so and so wrong. It, yeah. But this is what I mean about that. The epi- it's
0: the fun of the episode it, oh, yeah. it's the fun of the whole series. Very in general, fun,
1: but... very fun. But if we're and Winston with his
0: like, ooh, this is a good sabotage kind of thing.
1: First of all, Winston <laughs> is the best character in the entire show. I've said it before, I will say it again. And I know we need to do an episode on Winston and is and it Abby? Allie? Yeah, Allie? Allie. I think it's Allie. Allie. But I think so. Either way, his gut was correct. He clearly loves her because they have some sort of weird telepathy thing. But if he would have just said, hey, I like you, even just that, I think that she don't, would or, have... Or like,
0: don't do this.
1: Yes, or like, don't do this. She wouldn't have done it. I think she exactly. would have been much more... But then again, then again, on the other hand, playing devil's advocate, I think Cece needed to get to that utmost point of chaos and... Because mm-hmm. there were times where she was thinking of not not marrying him, and there were times where she was thinking like this might not be the best option for me. And she put she pushed forward and pursued it anyway because she was a girl right. on a mission. She was like, "I'm just going to do what I have to do." <laughs> and then because that's she what got she to wants the altar, she wants
0: to just be over with the dating yes. life. She just wants to be settled down. To be and settled, just, yes. Yeah, and not but, not to settle, but just to be settled, right? Like yes,
1: she and just wants the chaos of... It took her being on the altar realizing what a vow it actually was and how serious it was to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I really, really hate movies that have I'm going to leave you at the altar as any type of theme. I think it's like one of the most like tragic things because mm-hmm. you really need to discern marriage a lot before you get <laughs> to that point. But there are just some people that it takes them realizing how serious it is that they're about to jump into this to take a step back. Um, And in her case, that's what happened because Cece was just going, going, going until she got there and she was like, damn. But either either way, Schmidt, you did the right thing, but if you just said something to her. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: All right. Right along, moving right along, moving right along. Schmidt has always been the one to dive in headfirst and to be the most expressive of his love for CeCe. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to their proposal, how do they both express a different nature of their love?
1: Their proposal, first of all, I need to say that I am so... <laughs> I literally just watched it again.
0: <laughs> because it just I a needed refresher. to get
1: giddy. <laughs> and I'm now effectively giddy. And like... It's just so incredible because, yes, Schmidt jumps headfirst and grabs what he wants. That's his whole life. Mm -hmm. But we see this incredible side to Schmidt come out where when something meaningful is in front of him, he's willing to wait it out and pursue it. And we see that in, did did you freeze? Do you hear me? Okay, okay. Agree, you were yeah. just very solid. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So we see this. <laughs> we see this in the way that he saved that $5 bill or the dollar bill that he put it or he was supposed to put in the douche jar when they first met. And he said, she said, you're about to say something stupid, aren't you? And he said, girl, I'm going to marry you one day. And she says, <laughs> jar, like as if. So, but he kept that as a reminder because he knew, he said, I knew from the moment I met you. And he was just so persistent and willing to play the long game. And he knew that eventually she would come around if he gave her the time to think about it. Mm -hmm. And that's so amazing because he goes to the door to go find her like he normally would, and she's already there. So this girl who's been pursued her entire life as a model by all of these different people, and she shuts people out, she is going to his door Asking for, she doesn't ask for his hand, but essentially she's there waiting to tell him her feelings. And he asked for her hand. And it's just like, beautiful. I could just cry a million times (laughs) over watching
0: that.
1: Honestly. But what about your thoughts, Devin?
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. I really love the (laughs) flip in their portrayal of love. Because we just see Schmidt is so big and so showy when it comes to his feelings and his love um i mean he wants to scream that he is dating like cc from like the rooftops like he's so he's like so
1: emotional
0: yeah he's very emotional very um emotion first instead of thought process first um and to see him jess says like hey fyi cc still has feelings for you and he's like are you are, are you serious <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes in in search of pursuing her, and she meets him at the door first, like you said. And it's her now taking ownership of what she wants, and uh, her taking ownership of her feelings, and just being bold and expressive. And she and says, that's
1: beautiful to see yeah, her come out is. of her shell.
0: Uh huh. Um, so she says, "Yeah, I'm. I like you." And he's like, "Well." ditto
1: <laughs> ditto bro I and i love, love
0: that it. it happens and the crew are inside the loft just like listening. literally around the corner listening yep. into the entire like thing and it's they, perfect and before she can answer they're like yeah yeah yeah." Yeah, and yeah she's yeah. like he's like she didn't say anything yet
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just it is perfect that they are the first ones to to get hitched mm-hmm. Because Jess and Nick had some stuff to work out.
0: They had a lot to work out.
1: Um, But I think CeCe and Schmidt, even though they're not the main characters and it's not the typical main guy, main girl, get together, you know, Mm -hmm. scenario. um, I think that their passion is apparent more from the beginning than Nick and Jess's was. I'm not going to lie. Like, I always shipped Nick and Jess, but I think... The ironic way that CeCe and Schmidt keep dancing past each other um, <laughs> just comes to a head in this moment, and I just think it's really beautiful. Oh, for sure. Um, and they've
0: they've gone through a lot in order to get to that moment as well. Yeah, they really have. Um I mean, that was at the end. We just said at the end of uh, season four. So... They've been through, I mean, and they got together right away in season one. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Which made me think maybe this is not going to work out.
0: Right. Because it was so soon. Yeah. I usually don't expect that. But regardless, we love to see it.
1: We do. And I just love their little engagement. I could cry. But speaking of after that. Throughout their engagement, Schmidt is constantly trying to win CeCe's mother's love, but is not able to succeed until pretty much later on. Um, Why is it a struggle, and how does he finally win her over? What does this say about their love for each other?
0: I absolutely love Schmidt's dedication to... He is making sure that she knows that he is all for her daughter. Like I am in this to the end and I want you to accept my love for your daughter. And it's, it's so he goes through so much to try and win her over. Um, and I think it's just a struggle because she's not accepting of who he is. Uh, he's not of their culture, and he's not who she envisions her daughter to be with. And she's just not accepting of it, even though he fully is devoted to her and um, will do anything for Cece. She's not. She doesn't allow that to outshine the fact that he's not like the like what she first envisioned yeah um so that's kind of why it's such a huge struggle and i mean he does a lot for her i remember there's that bollywood dance that he learns and, tr- and performs and it, i don't think that's the moment that she accepts him i think he's like he still it's later. goes when he flies yeah,
1: out on the wedding day yes
0: and, thing. and uh And it's just crazy how much he's willing to prove his love for her. And in the end, it's like, why am I trying to prove my love to you when all I need to do is prove my love to who I'm going to be with? Well, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's important to have her, but... It's also, and it's important to Cece that she's there at the wedding well. As well. so
1: Cece eventually, I think, is like, I'm going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's sad that she's not supportive, but I'm going to do it anyway. And what I love is that, again, Schmidt knows better what is best for, like, not what is best for, but what is going to give Cece true happiness and fulfillment. He sees past her, like, wall right. that's like, I don't need my mom to be here. Right. He's like, no, I want she her to be She tries to here. be stoic. Yeah. And
0: he knows. He and he pushes Richard.
1: past that, which I think mm-hmm. is just that is a type of loyal that you do not see in a lot of significant others. Um, it really frustrates me that her mom is so tight about it. And what mm-hmm. I think what I think makes her so rigid is that she actually doesn't know her daughter very well. Um, and I that's think, like, too. ultimately, people are like, oh, she just doesn't think Schmidt is good for her daughter. However, I think that's because she doesn't quite really understand her daughter and her full that's wishes. Um, and I think the more that Cece opens up with her mom and shows her this is who I am, like, you're going to have to love me as I am, which means loving right. this guy, too. I think her mom starts to realize, oh, like, I... I guess I wasn't paying as close attention as I should have. So I think I think that watching... And then their wedding, the fact that, like, they're on an iPad, like, celebrating because he's flying back. And, <laughs> oh, it's just so incredibly funny. The writers of this show are just so incredibly funny.
0: Yeah, very witty, um, very fun. Yeah. I agree. All right. Continuing... How do these two grow as individuals through this relationship?
1: Well, we've talked a lot about this. We
0: have, Um, but...
1: I think Schmidt grows, again, more confident. He works through his issues. He's less of a jerk because I think he realizes that he doesn't just want to sleep around. Like, he wants (laughs) to be with this girl. Um,
0: I just remembered that... Doesn't he make a mold of his thing yep
1: yes he does yes he does
0: it <laughs> doesn't it does it get stuck or something i, I don't think remember it gets stuck.
1: no i think he has like a cast on it or something after her that's uh right. yeah her roommate like breaks that's, right.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> so, right see again
1: these the writers of this show are effing hilarious but um he grows out of his bachelorhood into a strong guy who definitely does yeah and he gets what he wants and then Cece she grows into a confident woman because even though she's a model again she puts up the wall she's not confident she's insecure about her own feelings and that's something that from the very beginning we see from her treatment of Schmidt Mm -hmm. Um, and then as she grows she doesn't care what people think as much and that's great as she starts to you know work at the bar and not be doing all this stuff that doesn't give her real joy like she starts to grow into her own she deals with her identity she deals with all these questions she has about herself her insecurity and she ends up a much better person that's why I think the two of them make each other much better people which is the best you can hope for yeah exactly what about you Deb?
0: yeah I think they bring out the best of each other um You're right in that Schmidt becomes less of a playboy, becomes yep. less of his bachelor self. He kind of is able to settle down um with Cece and just focus. Like, I think when he really falls head over heels for her, he knows deep down that, okay, I need to, sh- like, I'm thinking of Grease. <laughs> you better shape up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and he knows that he has to shape up in order to, like, be with her. Not in the sense, like, he needs to be better, but in a sense what do I want to say? Not that he needs to change himself for her but Mm -hmm. that he needs to grow and mature in order to have their relationship grow and mature Um, and Cece like you said, I think she opens up and she's not all about um, perceptions and what people think of her and expectations she's able to Except that I'm not going to please everybody, and that's okay. And it's a, and sure it's going to suck that I have to change jobs and that I don't know what I'm doing all the time. Right. And that's okay. She's more expressive. She's more open. Um, she's more expressive of her feelings towards the end yeah. of the series. Yes, um, she is. She very well developed character. Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, but anyway, what are some of your favorite moments <laughs> with these two?
0: They have so many.
1: Honestly, so freaking many. One of
0: my absolute favorites is the pregnancy scare. Oh my (laughs) gosh! I know. And he, he's like, "This is it. I, I, I love her, and I'm going to support her and the child." And he, he has the the plane fly over with, like, it's spelling out, like, will you marry me? And he turns her around. So, it's <laughs> so
1: funny. They have so many moments where they just barely tell each other they love each mm-hmm. other or just barely propose. And it's so funny to watch. It is. But my favorite moment also has to do with pregnancy and it's when he tells her that she's pregnant.
0: Ah, uh, so good. That
1: is such a good moment. He, like, finds out by accident before she does because he answers the phone, and so he freaks out the whole episode, and then at the end, she comes into all these flowers because, you know, he's so emotional. He just is perfect, <laughs> like, he, and he just is like, we're pregnant, and she's like, she just cries. Like, honestly, And she's some the of them, last
0: one to find out because... I
1: know. Oh. Don't
0: they call... Yeah, he tells everyone. He tells everyone. They call Jess and (laughs) she blows up the loft. He literally tells tells everyone. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing like, they are some, they're great actors. Okay. Mm -hmm. They, her emotions in that scene and his just emotions and I, Mm -hmm. they just do such a dang good job of portraying. They really do. A real young couple in love. Like, ah, oh, I'm going to cry thinking about it. Honestly, like, it's beautiful. But that's my favorite, favorite scene with them of all time. That is a good time. one.
0: That's a good one. I wish I could come up with more. Uh, oh, there when, are more. When they're on the rooftop. Yep. Uh, at his, because uh, she's like, I just want to, you know, do the dirty at work. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, but like, I'm really up for a promotion. So like, we can't do it.
1: Right can't, do it can't do it. Can't do it. Can't ah! do it.
0: Ah, uh, so fun. They're so cute. Uh, and then doesn't he turn, he, I think the boss catches him or like says something and he's like, "Uh, I choose my wife and my future with her eight, over eight, this job. Eight. And she's like, well, I expect you for that. I appreciate you being like honest with me for, for the first time ever. And then she gives him the promotion anyways, I think. Something
1: yeah. like that. But so good. I, I love, and I, I think it's hilarious. The entire thing of Schmidt at work, and he, he's like the only man in an office full of women. I think that is so funny. Again, A plus to the writers.
0: But. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next. When they move in together, these two both feel they are not good enough for the other. Why and how do they overcome this?
1: Yeah, Um, it's really interesting because the two of them in this symbolic home that they buy and it's, like, falling apart.
0: They have to literally, like, (laughs) rebuild.
1: (laughs) They have have a vision of what it could look like, but it's the getting there that's the difficult part. And Mm -hmm. I think that's symbolic of what they're going through. Like, they talk about how they're not going to have traditional roles, and it makes them both insecure. I mean— We even see in the end that Schmidt is the stay-at-home dad, right? Right. So it's just, it's something that... (laughs) And his mustache. (laughs) Yeah. From those moments, they're like, Schmidt's like, I'm not like the strongest man for you. And Cece's sort of struggling with this, I'm not going to be the one to clean cook all these things. That's just never my personality. It never has been. Um, And I think that they they struggle and grapple with these traditional gender roles and societal marital roles. Um,
0: Which again makes them so good.
1: Right, which makes them so good. They grapple with it and they don't just give up. They they try really hard. And ultimately, they work together to fix that house, right? Metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. they fix that house. And right. we do see that they work it out really well. And we'll talk about Ruth in the next one. But ultimately, it is... It's Schmidt that's at home with Ruth, which completely surprised me because he was always the businessman type. Mm-hmm. But that's making a different, the money. That's a side it's all conversation. About that money. Yeah, right. I agree. And then Cece is this like entrepreneur that's like building up her business, and it's really mm-hmm. exciting to see. So they ultimately reconcile because they know they love each other, and that's all that they need. Um, so they figure out all the details after that. Yeah,
0: I just think they become so comfortable with each other that they are able to have that role reversal. And sure, they're nervous about it and sure, they're insecure about it. But Mm -hmm. once they talk about it and reveal like, here's how I'm feeling. Yep. Again,
1: communication.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, They uh, are so much more better off for it. Uh, Like you said, Cece's just like I, I I'm not good at this kind of stuff. Like I've mm-hmm. I've lived alone, I lived with girls, I, I, I like I'm not good with cleaning. I, I've never been the best at Right. Making
1: and Schmidt's like O C D as hell. Like. Yeah.
0: Um and Schmidt's just like I'm not the strong buff, I'm going to protect this house kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole role reversal because CC's the mama bear. She takes care of Schmidt and uh, Ruth when she comes along yeah, she's very strong and outspoken and very uh, bold personality not that Schmidt doesn't have a bold personality either but it's a different um, scale Um, and like you said Schmidt just becomes that natural stay at home dad who realizes his whole purpose in life was not to run a business it's not to make the money it's to be there for his family.
1: Which is beautiful. I Mm -hmm. love the two of them so much. But either way, moving on to the second to last question, kind of grapples with what we've been talking about already. But Cece has been told years ago that the chances of her having kids were actually slim. But when she becomes pregnant, she's the last one to find out. How does this (laughs) new edition of Ruth... Impact the dynamic of their relationship.
0: I am bummed that there's a three-year time jump. And we don't see I know, I want to see
1: all the things.
0: Yeah, we don't see them with Bruce as a baby and just, like, grappling with all of that.
1: Other side note, I (laughs) hate the Jess and Nick relationship after they come back from
0: Europe. I know, we talked about this in our Nick and Jess episode as well. You guys <laughs> like, are funny, <laughs> but you're not
1: that funny that you could pull that crap off.
0: Yeah, this She comes time back jump, with her
1: broken finger. No.
0: <laughs> this time <laughs> jump was weird, and viewers had to get used to the change in dynamics, and especially this one with Cece and Schmidt, um, where they literally have a three-year-old daughter. Um, three or four-year-old, I don't know exactly, but yeah, it was around there. Yeah. Um, but I really wish we would have gotten them to have that experience i I know they had the experience but like we we got left out and enjoying that with them and we're nosy
1: we want to know we
0: are um so i'm bummed about that but how does the new edition of ruth impact the dynamic of the relationship i think it just enhances a little bit of um those two instincts i talked about her being the mama bear and him being the natural dad Mm -hmm. um it just shakes their grounding a little bit. Cause they, they're like, am, are we going to be good enough to
1: yep. be provide
0: for this child and to raise this child and to, and she was, she had no concern for like, she didn't expect this to happen nope. because she was told far in advance that this was not going to be a possibility. So she right. kind of has come to accept it, even though she still feels bad and is insecure about it. Like, and then, to get this news, it's just overwhelming for both of them. I love yeah. that moment, like you like you said when they both are just raw in their emotions and joyful over the fact that they can actually have a future now mm-hmm.
1: um so I, think, I
0: think the addition of Ruth is huge for their growth, and it shows it them in this new light of being not just spouses but now father and um. What am I saying? Father and mother. (laughs) Well,
1: the thing is, I think it shows them as a team more than anything. So in the beginning, it's two individuals who have come together. They accept their individuality of being not traditional gender roles. They accept their individuality of working hard, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, Being stoic, kind of some of the times, being emotional, whatever. But when it comes to Ruth, we see the two of them come together and just like, work it out as a team. And that's something that I think CeCe and Schmidt kind of lacked prior to Ruth. I mean, they were a a great couple, they're a great couple, Mm -hmm. but their problem was always they didn't quite mesh, they didn't quite fit in the right time. That's fair. And then they get together as these two individuals and what brings them even closer is this teamwork of raising this little girl. Yeah. and it's a really they blossom I think it's really
0: beautiful <laughs> I love to see it yeah we love to see it <laughs> <laughs> alright and our last question as always and I think you kind of already know where we're going what do you slide. think <laughs> do we ship it
1: No. of course yes. I ship it oh of my goodness course. the two of them go through some rocky weird stuff Mm-hmm. But when they come together at the end and they start being honest with each other, we see those natural fruits that really work together well naturally start to actually work together in sync because they're putting the effort into this relationship. I yeah. love CeCe and Schmidt. Love them.
0: And I I love that they do put work into their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing for them. It's constant. And it's hard. It's, it's – um, it comes in waves and we see that through their growth from Mm -hmm. a casual fling to potential, like we're just friends to um, having to accept that we're moving on and we're not moving on. And then we're falling back together. Then we're not (laughs) like, it's just this constant back and forth. And, uh, but there's still that constant string of, I know how you feel for me. And, um, I think it's just a beautiful thing to see so strong. that so strong be their core, their their strand that ties them together. Um, and I love this show. I wish I, I – wa- I'm currently watching so many other things that, like, I, I want to go back and just, like, watch more New Girl because I just too. enjoy this show. I always
1: watch New Girl. It's my background show. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's put together so well. And I will say something a little controversial against myself. CeCe and Schmidt are an easier ship than Nick and Jess.
0: Ooh.
1: I obviously ship Nick and Jess. I ship Nick and Jess way more because they have the sexual tension that I'm like. (laughs) But (laughs) I do tend to like toxic relationships a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. I think that CeCe and Schmidt have kind of the perfect ending. Whereas Nick and Jess, I love them. They're still my favorite. Mm-hmm. Nick and Jess have this weird stuff that they throw in that I'm like, that was unnecessary.
0: That's fair. As much
1: as I love, love them. Trust me. Mm-hmm. But either way.
0: So I'd, agree, I'd have to agree with that on, mm-hmm. on some note that they just seem much more the easier. I think that uh, they had the contrast, like an easy e- quote unquote, easier relationship versus a more the messy one, messier one, because that's the main one versus a side one being true. more cleaner. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think it, Overall, I mean, they had to incorporate three relationships in here, and I think uh, all three, three endings,
1: were pretty freaking stellar. I, yeah, I
0: really like all of them, and I'm looking we'll talk
1: to about like, Winston soon.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to whenever we get to Winston, yeah. whether that be next season, another season from now, or whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, well,
1: okay. Obviously, you guys know how we feel, but how do others feel about this iconic duo? Well, our first comment here is from Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Thank you for writing in. Lucy says, quote, I can't even with these two. The entire time you know we are rooting for them. It's the slow burn of all slow burns. <laughs> and we applaud them along the way whenever they get over their silly selves and get together. I love their little family and Schmidt just becomes a better person for her and vice versa. It's so adorable. I we love that.
0: absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Um, we love their growth. As we've said already. And our second comment here is from Brandon. Woo! And Brandon says, uh, not going to lie, wasn't sure for a hot minute there if the writers were going <laughs> to let us have this one. <laughs> <laughs> they were too perfect and then started together um, so early in the show. I didn't have too much faith, but I love how they grew together. CC and Schmidt are the perfect for each other. And I would agree. There were moments where you're like, ah, they started this I off know. too soon. <laughs> yep. um, usually if you have an early starting relationship, it doesn't necessarily continue pan on out. throughout the series and pan out the way you want it to. But it, it works out. So we're good. Yep.
1: Okay, I love that and thank you so much for getting to the end of this episode, you guys. Um, I just want to talk for a quick minute about social media. Please talk with Devin on Instagram and us <laughs> on Facebook. Um, but find us on social media. Please reach out. We want to engage with you and on that note, um, we would love for you guys to rate and review the podcast. If you're enjoying it. even if yes, you're not, please. we just want to hear from you guys. So find us on social wherever rate and you listen
0: to us, rate and review we need it we love it we love you (laughs) (laughs) um but continuing with that effect um if you're interested in joining us for an episode please reach out either via um, social media or even um, email us at we ship it podcast at gmail.com we would love to work with you whoever you are whether you are (laughs) just a fan you have a ship that you want to do you um you are a bookstagrammer. You are a podcast. Like you, you run your own. You just fall in love, listen to us, or um, whatever you want. We we just want to look forward to. We lo- we look forward to um, working with you in whatever way possible. Yeah. So, please reach out.
1: Thank you, shippers. Thanks for being on this journey with us. We love you. And remember, I would never run away from you. But if I did, I'd run away faster than Robbie. bye guys
0: bye guys